Monday, May 15th. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is the Shoop Shoop song. It's In His Kiss by Cher. The Shoop Shoop song. That's awful. And then in parentheses, it's in his kiss. The name of this song should be, it's in his kiss. The Shoop Shoop song. Okay. That was Cher doing it, right? Okay. I know very little about this specific song other than it's a cover. I don't even know who originally did it. But I guess we could just have like a share appreciation post. Never thought I'd say those words, but Cher's insane. Her career is bonkers. This is a girl who didn't finish high school. You know, in those days, I mean, she's 75, I think. She's older than 75. She's not 80 yet, is she? It's hard to tell. She looks 40. Yeah, I, I, we won't even get into that. Okay. Uh, she was severely, or is, severely dyslexic. Didn't graduate high school. In those days, I don't think they had any clue what dyslexia or learning disabilities like that were or how people with them learn differently. So she didn't even finish high school, started trying to sing. She knew she could sing and perform. I know early on she was doing background vocals. She was married to Greg Allman of the Allman Brothers. They had a kid together. I know that. I think she did an album with Greg Allman. Again, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Cher. I kind of do. I mean, she's been around my entire life. She's going to outlive me. I know it. Get somebody get her to sing at my funeral. That'd be awesome. Okay, so Greg Allman, then Sonny Bono. She was married to Sonny Bono. But when she was dating Sonny Bono, we just talked about Sonny Bono the other day because he was a songwriter like a day or two ago. Sonny Bono got her, Bono got her tied in with Phil Spector who we can't wait to talk about Phil Spector one day. Good grief. And she started singing backup for Phil Spector's uh, projects. And she is famously a background vocalist on the Righteous Brothers. Um, You've lost that love and feeling, which is always a fun piece of trivia. But man, I know Cher from, you know, growing up, I was born in the late 70s. And so Mask, the movie Mask with Eric Stoltz was like huge. Then... Mermaids, Witches of Eastwick. This song was for mermaids, wasn't it? I think that's what this is. This is a cover song for the Mermaids movie soundtrack. I don't know if there was a soundtrack. I don't know. I am a fan of Cher. I thought she was hilarious in The Farrelly Brothers, Stuck on You. That's got Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear where they're uh, conjoined twins. It's the stupidest movie ever, (laughs) but I love it. It's so dumb and so funny. And he has only one of the twins has a TV show. Who, they're conjoined, has a TV show with Cher. So, so great. <laughs> I got to watch that again. But she's got some of those. I mean, I think she's the only person to ever have a number one hit in six consecutive decades. And the last decade she did it was in the 2010s. So actually, she has, you know, six more years to put out one more song and get it to seven decades of number ones, which is crazy. She has everything in the EGOT except the T. She has uh, Oscars, Grammys, Emmys, does not have a Tony, but she has performed on Broadway. She has Golden Globes, Billboard Awards. She's done everything else. Um, She's just really close. One day, maybe we'll get that Tony. 
The two big music things from my generation for Cher was if I could turn back time in the famous music video with her on the um, aircraft carrier. And that's also where she was like known for fashion, but probably not in a, the best way. Kind of known for fashion like Bjork was known for fashion. Like just wearing the most insane. And Lady Gaga kind of took a page out of Cher's book. You know, a meat dress for Lady Gaga has Cher written all over it, you know. Cher would wear just insane things. And that video was no exception. And then Believe, which is such a fascinating story because Believe was a mega number one. I mean, I think it sold four or five times platinum, like millions of CDs. So she made a ton of money. She's made a ton of money on her Vegas residency. I think Cher's net worth has got to be way, 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 way up there. She's done it for a long, long time. And she did it at a time where people were making the most money you could make off of making music. Okay, so Believe is the auto-tune song. It's like not the birth of auto-tune, but the birth of overusing auto-tune in a specific way. So auto-tune existed, and it was a way for when you ran it through in Pro Tools, in auto-tune, it could find notes and help bump them to the correct pitch. And so there was a speed setting that you could do on how fast when it detected the note was off pitch how fast it would get it there and that was called like a slide or a glide to take it from like oh you're a little flat and we'll bump you up and people would always want it as fast as possible but sometimes you had to slow it down if it was too abrupt or if it was too flat and the correction was too high and in this case the producers messing around with it turned the speed to zero. And it just had, it was like, why does it even have a zero factor? And it just, it freaked out a little bit. It had this warbly sound. And it was like, almost like it couldn't figure out what to do. And so they ran, they did it on a part in a share song and loved it. And so they went through and edited the whole song that way. And then they loved it, but they were scared to show it to her. Because it was like, she's the singer and we're totally messing up her voice and vocals and whatever. And so apparently they sat on it for like a week and wouldn't show it to her and then when they finally said hey we kind of did something we kind of like it see what you think she loved it and then the rest is history but i always liked the story of autotune it was made by an oil um, engineer so he was in the oil business and he was a musician um, and it was for seismic data exploration like he would he developed this software and for seismic data underground and he made the connection as a musician that it could do the same exact things for finding pitch in notes and correcting it like it would just do the same thing that the technology detects the pitch that he was using almost like sonar underground to, to figure out oil caverns and what was going on in downhole and he was like you could do the same thing if you ran vocals through it as it detects the pitch and then it could correct it so it's interesting it was an oil guy and who just happened to play music on the side. So then auto-tune, so like Kanye really, I don't know, is credited for a lot of overuse of, of auto-tune. But Cher really, this Cher song, Believe, is what brought a, it went from taking auto-tune as a corrective thing to help make a perfect vocal to a, a plug-in or a characteristic to a voice that 
made it sound like different. It made it sound like T-Pain and, and Kanye and the others. I'm trying to think what else about Cher other than she's due. She's due for a movie or a song to keep her streak going. Or she's like got $800 million and she's just sitting at home counting her money, which that's what I'd be doing. That was awesome. We have definitely not had Cher. I think we just went from disco to Neil Young to Cher. I'm liking it. We're pulling out of the disco skid at this point. All right, see y'all tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at letsplayhurdle.com. And you can watch us here live on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.